What the hell is Mercury in retrograde? <laughs> Today, we will be discussing how it affects communication and travel and how to get through it. You are listening to The Psychic Jam, a podcast that inspires holisticpreneurs like you to gain confidence, to learn, and to listen to your inner voice. Tune in as featured experts of the Psychic Associates discuss heavy and taboo topics, breaking down all the barriers of the realities of working in this industry. Hi, I'm Amber Price, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jay Lane and Liz Throp. Hi, ladies. Today is a crazy conversation, and I know everybody's just chomping at the bit to hear more about Mercury retrograde. This is probably a hotter topic than the full moon, which was just our last podcast episode. And if you haven't checked that out, check that out, because that was awesome and filled with highlights. You're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. You're (laughs) going to enjoy that one. Um, But Mercury retrograde has its own set of things that we have to consider and the effects that it that it causes and how we get through it. And first and foremost, I want to know what is Mercury retrograde anyway. Liz, can you help us? I sure can. So Mercury retrograde is, uh, it happens about three times a year, first and foremost. And the planet Mercury, which rules communication, travel, uh, connectivity, it, it seemingly appears to travel backwards across the sky during these retrograde times. Um, so the, the, the spin is what it is what they're referring to seems to sort of stop and start to go in reverse. Now, most people recognize when they hear Mercury in retrograde to be a tumultuous time, a time for um, challenges with communication because it is the planet of communication, challenges with travel. So you might have delays, setbacks, look at what's been going on in um, in the U.S. with that whole situation with all the, the planes coming grinding to a halt. This is during the retrograde, right? So it's not a surprise. And usually I find the week, two, two to a week to one week before the actual retrograde begins to two to one week after the retrograde ends, we have that sort of waning period. So I still don't trust myself to communicate effectively. I make sure that when I'm speaking, I'm, I, I'm trying to be as clear as possible. I understand that others are very sensitive at this time. Now, on top of that, like we discussed with the full moons, each retrograde falls under a particular astrological sign. So each sign has its own significance with this Mercury retrograde. The one that's happening currently when we are taping this right now in January is a a retrograde, a Mercury retrograde in Capricorn. So what does that mean? So Capricorn represents studious work ethics and, you know, they are the reliable sign. They are the sign that are hardworking and um, they rule careers, ambitions, um, your public status. That's who Capricorn's all about. So those are the things that are going to be affected right now. So you may be feeling, you know, in January, the the sort of vibration, like everyone's got a spotlight on you and or your um, your career may be feeling a little uneasy 
Like, am I, am I in the right career? Should I change careers? You know, or like everything's blowing up depending on where you fall in the, in the cycle of, of the uh, astrological sign. So it can be very effective um, on a positive and a negative note, seemingly. But here's the cool thing about Mercury retrograde that you need to recognize. And everybody needs to take a deep breath because what it's all about, it's not to send chaos into our lives. It's not to teach us how to re- learn how to communicate again. It's to stop us in our tracks to help us to reflect. It's all about slowing down and that reverse motion that we're feeling is a time of reflection to look back at all of the things that are highlighting for us right now. So if you're having disconnects with a partner, for example, it's time for you to reflect upon that. What is it that you can do differently? What is it that's been going on with that? Um, why, why is this repeating cycle happening? What is your role in it? And that's what the retrograde's all about. It's not about pointing fingers at others. It's about looking back in the mirror itself and recognizing what's my role in this. And once we can get ourselves and our heads wrapped around what our challenges are and why they keep reoccurring for us, it's really a good chance. And and I can tell you my lesson in this retrograde that's just currently happening, I have been um, trusting others to tell me that, uh, because I have a terrible memory, prime example, I I have a terrible memory. So I have been trusting um, 100% what others are telling me um, about me forgetting things. And I've discovered that I have been throwing too much leadway, too much rope out there, because I've actually not forgotten a lot of things. I, I have taken a lot of steps to not be forgetful. And so myself even reminding myself just now saying I'm forgetful, I'm, I'm inductoring my belief system that I'm forgetful. Mm-hmm. So this is just an example, right? So what are you doing to yourself or your 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 staunchly um, strongly believing in within yourself? Maybe it's time for you to look and reflect upon that so that you can move out and beyond and past that so that it no longer becomes a hiccup in your life. So hopefully that makes sense to everybody. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it over to you, Jay, to see how how you deal and cope with the Mercury retrograde because I'm sure it's it's so cool. <laughs> you know, before I knew about Mercury in retrograde, I was so naive. <laughs> I did not <laughs> blame it all, right? So we have to blame something. We have to blame the chaos on that now, right? So it's my excuse. But I'm going to tell you, it's true what you say, Liz. We have to review what we're doing. And then we have to, you know, kind of assess where we're putting our energy towards. Because the thing is, you know, when we're kind of like going, 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 and then things start to slow down. For example, I feel Mercury in retrograde all the time. And there are certain dates that they will come up. So I'll give you those in a second. But What I find interesting is travel for me. I'm very careful not to book anything around those times. The other thing I find um, for me is I don't sign contracts. I find it's almost like um, a taboo thing to do. You know what I mean? 
don't sign any contracts. So I always tell my assistant, look, you know what? It's ending on the 18th. Make sure you sign that on the 19th. We're not doing anything until then. But for me, it really affects me that way. I find that it kind of slows me down and I have to pull back from it. I have to review what I'm doing. I have to say, okay, it's just retrograde. I blame it on that. So I have something to blame it on. And then I move <laughs> on. It's true. I do. I do. I'm the first one to say, oh, Mercury, right? Yeah. But December, and you're right, Liz, December 29th to January 18th is in Capricorn. We have April 21st to May 14th, which is in Taurus. That should be interesting. August 23rd to September 15th, which is in Virgo. And the last one this year, actually December 13th through to January 1st. And there's actually um, two ruling planets, which is Sagittarius and also Capricorn for that retrograde. So it should be really interesting. But I find that when you pull back from it, you take your time, as Liz has said. I think that's great advice, Liz, because you really do. You have to be kind to yourself because it can be very disturbing, especially for light workers. We really feel energy. And like I said, before I knew what it was, because years ago, I didn't know what it was. And then when I started reading about it, it made so much sense to me. And I'm and the planets do rule us. You know, so the thing is, you're going to feel that energy. So that's what I have to say about it. I just think that people don't have to take it, though, so serious. Like, oh, my God, retrogrades coming, can't do anything. You know, still do what you have to do. Plan around it. Don't worry so much about it. But like I say, watch what energy you're putting into it so that you're not sort of like tapping yourself out or that you're not worrying too much during that period of time, because it can really be hard on the old system. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it really can. But that was great, Liz. Thank you so much. I think that was such a great explanation, especially with the rotation of the planet, because the things a lot of people don't understand that. Like, why am I being pulled backwards? And it makes so much sense. Perfect. Yeah. I like it too. I yeah. love understanding how it works. And the more that I, well, every day that I spend here on planet earth, <laughs> the more wise I want to become about how the rest of the planets can affect us. Like how these crazy, like solar flares and, you know, full moons and all of these things. Like I'm super fascinated with even shooting stars, like even just learning more about the shooting stars, right? Like, they're so magical. And if you probably break it down, it might not be so magical out there, but it's magical when you're looking at it from here. Um, but the Mercury retrograde for me is, is a moment where I'm aware that my body is sensing things more intensely than, than other times. So for instance, the uh, diagnoses that I have, you know, the symptoms of those will intensify. So it doesn't mean that I'm down and out. It doesn't mean that I can't function in that time frame. But I will notice that, you know, maybe my heart's beating a little bit harder or um, breathing is a little bit more exhausting or something like, you know, my migraines are more intense. I do get a lot of third eye migraines during the um, Mercury retrograde. So as I'm working and I'm connecting to the universal energies, um, I, I try to make sure that I'm doing it, you know, just like having a baby. You don't want that baby to pop right out so fast. You want it to kind of gently come into the world. It's the same thing. You don't want your, your chakras to open like super fast. You want to gently open them up, right? 
um, you know, it, I'm, I am all for go big or go home, but there are some things that we need to do in a controlled manner. And opening my chakras, I've learned, is something I have to do in a controlled manner. Um, but otherwise, I do get what I refer to as a third eye migraine. What happens to me is I start to get like pressure up in here. Um, you may be thinking, oh, she has a sinus headache. Yes, that's what it feels like. It feels like face pain from a sinus pressure, a sinus headache, right? And I do get those as well. So now if I've got my third eye opening and it's mercury retrograde, I'm starting to get more intense pressure. It's harder to kind of open and close it as I want to. And the amount of energy that's coming through it is the issue, really. It's not even so much as how quickly or how much I'm using it. It's how intense the energy that I'm getting is coming through and filtering through this chakra. So I've noticed that. So I get the, the third eye migraines. I have um, more weakness in my body. I'm going to say like it's, it's, I feel like, you know, if you've ever had adrenaline kick in and then after you get the adrenaline dump and you're kind of shaky and weak and you're like, you're doing things, but you're kind of maybe even grabbing a door handle, but then you, you go past it and smash into the door instead. Like you don't have that control. I feel like that, um, you know, closer to the end of my days during a retrograde. Now, again, I have things to work around that. I do my self-care routines. I And what that looks like to me is doing whatever I want whenever I want it. <laughs> That's really what it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I it truly is. <laughs> I always teach self-care. And what that means is different for everybody. It's different for me from minute to minute. I might be excited to read my book. And then the next day, I'm like, I don't want to read my book. That is too much pressure or I don't, my head is hurting or I don't want to do it. And then the next day it's sitting in the dark or going for a drive or having a bath or whatever you want to do. Right. Um, and so that is important. Just kind of listening to yourself and doing what you need in the moment. Now I can hear you out there saying I work in an office or I have children or I can't just do what I want when I want to do it. I can hear you. And so my answer to that is you have to do workarounds. So for instance, if I was in a board meeting and I needed to ground, maybe I can't because it's inappropriate to get up, leave the board reading and go outside and stand in the grass with my bare feet, you know, can't do that right now. But what I can do is I can slip my shoes off under the table and I can put my feet to the ground, whether I have nylons or socks or bare feet, whatever, I can put that straight to the ground so that I am actually creating a grounded feeling under my feet. Sometimes simply just taking my shoes off is enough, right? So sometimes you can do that. Um, maybe you can't read your whole book in one day, but maybe you can listen to the audio version while you're cooking dinner and bathing the kids. So there's different things that I have learned being a mother of a lot of children and grandmother now and everything that, you know, those things do, you know, when you're not working, you are focusing on your family or your relationship. And sometimes maybe let's talk about relationships, your partner. Um, maybe it is about listening to a podcast with your partner while you're driving to a concert or something like you can start to find different ways to uh, really honor your self-care routine or your your, your spiritual journey, um, especially in a mercury retrograde where you really need to kind of be grounded and pay attention to that stuff. So that was just a side tip of like how you manage to do things that you need when you want to do them because <laughs> I've had to figure it all out and that's that's how I figured it out. But you know, 
the other thing is it really is kind of funky because technology really does mess up during a retrograde like it's you know blipping and and going out and then you can't connect and like you might have just this has happened i think to both jay and i and i can't remember if it's happened to you liz but um we know our technology issues are going to happen. So like we'll do things like get onto a Zoom meeting 10 minutes before to just log in so we're ready to start on time um, for a reading or a meeting or whatever. But then say we've done the update of our computer system the night before because we knew, okay, we're working tomorrow. We have to get ready. But then all of a sudden it's like it never happened. The update happens as soon as you log in or you can't log in or the other day, what happened was my client, she logged on and she could see me, she could hear me, I could hear her, but everything was black. There there was no reason for this. So I'm like, okay, here's the normal, like log off, get out, get in, we'll get back. You know, you, you do all the shutdown, restart kind of rebooting things. Um, and then we had to switch a whole different technology device and that was fine but there's just different things like that that you really do need to provide yourself extra time so time management in a retrograde is super important do not assume that your time management is going to be the same as outside a retrograde yesterday because are we in the retrograde now yes yes we are right yes we are because i blocked it out so i (laughs) but yesterday (laughs) oh my god right like forget it just ignore it (laughs) just avoid it block it out um yesterday it was with travel so i had to leave my city to go to a different city within the same province and to even get out of my own city took 37 minutes now to get out of my city niagara falls ontario canada you're maybe 10 minutes max from one side to the other on the highway if you're like way south to way north 10 minutes max but this took 37 minutes to get from mid to north niagara falls and i had to be patient because i was getting frustrated because i really emergently needed to be somewhere else like i was urgently needed to be it wasn't like okay i gotta go shopping or i just want to get home on time like i needed to be somewhere urgently so i did ask for grace and patience and compassion and all those things in those moments but i noticed travel was a little bit of a nightmare yesterday um and so it could be simple things like that even versus like flights i i had overheard somebody uh at an appointment yesterday saying you know they were headed to um I'm not going to say where, but they're headed to a different country and they had a 30 minute layover between flights. And she said, I just got an email sitting here. It's changed to seven and a half hour delay. And she's like, and they're not telling us why. And they don't know what's going on. And now I have to get a third flight because I can't connect to the other one. So all of a sudden her travel plan started to unfold in front of me. Right. And again, in the retrograde, no real reason. Um, And the last thing I notice quite a bit during a retrograde and how it affects me during in my life is um, appointments like so I might have a a reading scheduled for 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and the other person has read that as a whole different number like maybe three o'clock, like they actually will believe that they have seen three o'clock on there. And so I've noticed that during a retrograde. So I do things like send out reminders 
and I will, um, if, if somebody has done it before, I'll send a text as well or phone them and say, hey, we're on for this time, right? Like, this is going to be good because sometimes you'll notice that certain people, like, you know, me with my intense um, health symptoms might not be the same for one of you, but somebody who always has trouble with scheduling <laughs> might be that that's what it's affecting them right that's how it's affecting them so anyways just working around kind of those things because yes we can use it as the okay we explain it as this is the retrograde but we still have to live and we still have to do the things we're doing so we have to figure out how to kind of go through it and at the end of the day um you know probably a lot of people are starting to throw parties at the end of the retrograde like liz says it's over you know like woohoo we made it <laughs> Especially touch everything everything's still intact okay we're good exactly yeah we're everything's forward. intact and yeah during a full moon i mean that's that's added extra and if we get a solar flare forget yeah. about it yeah <laughs> we're done forget about it. <laughs> those just take me out oh i love it yeah yeah I love the Mercury retrograde because it is full of like, okay, this is me though. I love the unknown and I don't like predictability. So things pop up in a retrograde for me that I think, wow, that was fascinating. And even the things like, Jay, I think you said it at the beginning is like, well, maybe I'm, I can't be sure which one said it, sorry. But someone said that um, it could be seen, maybe it was you, Liz, it could be seen as a negative thing, the retrograde, right? Like, we probably all said it. That's why I can't remember who said it. But um, I also believe that it could be giving it power. When we do think that, when we think, oh, God, we can't do anything. We can't live. We can't go on vacation. We can't do that. I think it's important to recognize you have free will. You have the tools and strategies to understand how to how to endure it, <laughs> to get through it on the other side. So don't give it so much power that you're completely not participating in your life events because even the things that come across as challenges, those unpredictable things that pop up that might seem like, oh God, those are heavy, hard, um, upsetting, you still can learn a lot from that. And usually outside of something negative births something beautiful. I could talk to you ladies about this all day, clearly. So we will wrap it up from there. And I'm sure we will talk more on this topic down the road. But in the meantime, you explore how Mercury Retrograde affects you, if it even does. We'd love to hear if you want to post in our comments on our social media or send us an email or check out our website at thepsychicassociates.com. We'd love to hear how this affects you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Psychic Jam. Please share if you liked our podcast. For more information on our services, or if you'd like to be listed on our directory, please visit thepsychicassociates.com.